0: Testing, testing one, two, three. Testing, yeah. testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one,
1: two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Is it testing? It is testing. Yes. Um, Do you think the person who came up with testing, one, two, three, or so would have said something else? He'd say it all the time? No. Really? Well, because like, it is what, like, it says what it is. I know, but
0: if it would be like, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris.
1: I mean, there's other things that I'm sure people are annoyed with. This I made up. I don't know about this.
0: Talking about their favorite scenes on the silver screen, they'll try to stay on theme. Who said that this podcast was spoiler free? It's time for single best scene.
1: Hi, Hi. I'm Sophie, and I'm Maddie, and welcome to single best scene.
0: This week's episode, Dollface. Woo! Woo. So, I'm going to go ahead and start this one because your intro to the show is me. Yep. So. I watched it because
1: <laughs> Maddie said you need to watch it. <laughs> <What>? The end. <laughs> and
0: mine is, um, my, one of my really good friends, Brigin, told me to watch the show and I had the flu and so I was like, eh, okay. It sounds like right. on these podcasts I was sick like all of- All the
1: time. All the time,
0: but it's just when I start new shows is when I'm yeah, sick. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, doing it. So, and then I did, when I was watching it, I was thinking, um, Brenda Song Mm -hmm. plays Maddie Mm -hmm. Madison and it was, it has been dating Macaulay Culkin for like four years. Oh my God. What? So when he pops up in the episode, sorry, we're getting a little bit ahead of the show, but when he pops up in the episode as like the bread bowl killer, Uh they're like engaged or dating in real life. I don't think they're engaged, but yeah, they've been dating since like around
1: 2017.
0: Oh my God. That's hilarious.
1: Isn't that so funny? That is so weird.
0: Yeah, but, um... Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah, it just is, like, one... And he did... She did, used to date, like, Miley Cyrus' older brother. Like, they both have been in, like, very high-profile relationships. Yeah, 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 But he's also kind of, like, gotten normal again lately. Really? Because he went, you know, like, in his... Mm-hmm. His kooky. Like, kooky like phase. Like, child
1: star... worship child star phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: now I feel like he's kind of, like, coming back to, like, Earth in right. terms of that. But, um... So that's kind of how we both got into the show. What did you, you rate the pilot? We watched that together.
1: Yeah, we watched the pilot together. it together. I did not rewatch it. I meant to, but um, for some reason, I always lie to myself about how my work day is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always like, yeah, I'll just like watch it in the afternoon when things are slow um, before I, you know, we head over to record and the afternoons are never slow. So yeah, never. it's a lesson I keep learning the hard way, but no, I did not rewatch it. Um, and I didn't even rewatch it when, like I've only seen it once when we watched it together, like when I went back to my house to finish this like you know keep watching the rest of the show I didn't watch the first episode again so which I kind of regret I should have watched it again but um whatever um I gave the pilot a seven out of ten because um it was you know like super cute and funny um yeah what'd you give it what's for you give um
0: I gave it an eight out of ten the pilot was like weirdly relatable for me as someone who's like never really had a serious relationship mm-hmm. and all of that stuff but, it's stuff that, like, you and I have talked about and, like, our friend group has talked about when, like, a girl goes away and, like, dates the boy or whatever and then breaks right. up and comes back or, like, yes. moves away or any indication of, like, someone leaving and coming back and expecting everything to, like, kind of fall back into where it was before they left. They're, the like, a little lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I would say that. And I really enjoyed the, like, magical realism of the show and the hyperbo- hyper... hyper. Oh, I can't say that word. Purpleized. Okay. Hyper. Yeah. yeah, stereotypes of like the LA and female friendships. Like I mm-hmm. found that stuff to be very funny and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And like when they would like randomly break and like the cat lady, like she wasn't my favorite character, but she kind of made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, the weirdest part to me was like watching like people that we've watched on TV playing like adult characters. Like I was like, right. oh, that's the girl from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and Pretty Little Liars yes. yeah. and Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So like I kept having to remind myself that they were like.
1: This different is a new characters. show, but Yeah, right, like yeah. especially
0: with uh, Shay Mitchell who plays uh-huh. Stella. She was the hardest for me to like snap Smart. because, yeah. like, I watched Pretty Little Liars and she played Emily for like you know those seasons were like seventy-two episodes right, long, yeah, so I
1: really hammered it in.
0: Yeah, but, but not. Um, this is a very funny show. Am I? I have uh-huh. so many it's jokes written down. Okay, good. What? Why don't you go first? What are some of yours?
1: Um. So. Um, I wrote down one.
0: Oh, good, good, good. I I can make so, up with it with the fifteen. Um, though.
1: the um best bitter joke that I wrote was in the pilot. Um, the guys girls thing uh-huh. How about the girls in the field. Um, that were all wearing jerseys and um, asking about like the game and drinking beer and asking about wings. Which although I do love wings, so like that aside, the rest of it, like, was so spot on. Guys, girls are the bane of my existence. You're, like, I'm sure there's some people out there, I guess, who prefer the company of men, but, like, I feel like the, this whole show is based on the fact that women need other women, and, yeah, like, my, my personal experience has always been, like, from a pretty young age, it was, like, a cool thing to call yourself, like, a guys girl, I feel like, uh, in- Maybe I did that like in middle school, but like really early on, like I think fifteen years old, I was like, No. <laughs> like, I know. I'm not. Like, literally fuck the boys, like I don't get them. I would way rather hang out with my girlfriends. We get it, and boys are stupid. And yeah, that like never really changed. I know. And as an adult, I feel like I mean as an adult, I don't like don't have really any friends who really act like it's better to be a guy's girl, so you know, I've kind of like self-selected that kind of girl out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing it in the show was just like so funny, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. Plus it's like there's always this like underlying thing of just like trying really hard for like for men's approval, which is the whole thing of it, right? Right, it right. Just like so cringy and um so yeah.
0: Well, the final <laughs> episode of this show. Is truly why I recommend it to so many of like our mutual friends and friend and just friends in general because I have that same conversation with people all the time where it's like the bragging about being a guy's girl or like yeah. when like they, they were making fun of I mean air quotes making fun because they were like talking about the girls that were all sitting around after yoga class and they were like this uh-huh. is my squad and she was like
1: right like see yeah, yeah, yeah. like
0: whatever and she's like no like we were in the military together she took a bullet for me <laughs> right, like, right, right 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 like, like in like the squad
1: uh, actual squad, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think like a squadron
0: <laughs> in making the show super uh, stereotypical about female friendships, they were actually able to tackle both sides of it, right? Like they were able to like make it so that sorry, I don't know if that was super clear, but like the fact that you can have strong female relationships doesn't mm-hmm. make you like Taylor Swift squad, where right, you, like, right, 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 are exclusive and like whatever. It right. shows that there's like different forms. Yeah, of female
1: showed some other sides friendships, which yeah. I
0: just feel like don't get explored on television at all.
1: Um, it's like the yeah. minute they
0: get a boyfriend they lose all their friends and we follow the girl
1: and the boyfriend. And the we boyfriend. never follow the friends. Right. Which like and the reverse happens what was what was interesting about this is I've had and I don't know about you but like I've had way more friends who disappeared than friends who tried to come back. So that that part to me was kind of like a disconnect the whole show which was not a criticism on the sh- I have a lot of criticisms about the show but that isn't their fault that that's never happened to me. I've just had way more girls in the exit of my life than trying to come back into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for a long time, I was would say girlfriends aren't my friends because like we all now come second to you, and you are gonna run off and be with that guy, and you know what is gonna happen when they dump you, or when you decide to dump him, or like whatever. So any other way, you might actually need more than just that one other person. Um, And I, I, it's not limited to men. Like any person who like disappears into their partner's life, like not great.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I all of my friends with like significant others are really good about like keeping us as even as possible. So right. So it's like I, I mean, you do like naturally. Well, like, and we're fall more apart. mature
1: now too, which helps.
0: Right. Um, so do you have just to read all of the jokes that I wrote? Down um
1: for yeah, you? because I have worst bits and or jokes, and it's really gonna take the mood down. So I want you to read all your favorites and then we'll like. I wonder how mine. many
0: of the best ones on my list are gonna be on the worst on yours. Who knows? We'll find out. See if we fight today. Okay, Jules <laughs> trying to work out an episode two. That was amazing to me. Also, whenever she came back and he said we went for a
1: run, <laughs> yeah.
0: like on purpose. I was that like, was wow, amazing. I felt that. Like I, I was that like, was
1: yeah. Amazing. Um
0: okay, so when they're at the brunch mm-hmm. scene and, and they're like talking about working or whatever. And Stella says, I can't wait to read your memoir, Mads. I worked. Then I died. That made me laugh. Cause like yeah. we brag, everybody brags about being so busy all the time. And it's like, yeah. your life. I don't always agree with Stella. Yeah.
1: Our generation's really bad about like needing to like
0: brag about, being. Bra-
1: or like even just bra- feeling like we need to be busy all the time. Mm-hmm. I think. And like, it's a little bit of the FOMO, but also a little bit of like, you need to be working really hard and like blah, blah, blah. blah and, I mean, I'm sure every generation in their 20s was feeling that pressure, but because of social media, we, like, really see it, and I, like, also feel the need to, like, display it. I mean, not everybody, but, you know, so I think it's a little, a little, little, little different for us. Yeah, and
0: I actually really enjoyed the whole brunch joke of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I texted you this, because Sophie, as so, the listeners who know us will know, and the listeners who don't are going to find out is a bit of a nomad, and will just, like, up and travel Paris by herself for the summer. So Sophie's got a little bit more Stella in her than, say, me, who has, (laughs) I live 12 miles from my parents. Um, But when she said she's basically a very well-dressed homeless person, that's (laughs) you this entire pandemic.
1: It's me the entire pandemic. Like, I know you're
0: in your like, in your home, but, like, you are homeless yeah. as far as New York is concerned. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no. I All my stuff is in a storage unit. I don't have a home, and I bought a designer skirt before I came over here. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Um uh, Stella's saying ask for advice and then do what you're going to do the whole time is, like, the epitome of female friendships. It's, like, let's talk about this idea till like, we hit the end of it, and then I'm just going to do what I want to do anyway.
1: Okay. I thought that was very funny. I I thought it was funny at first like I laughed but then I was like that the way that they handled that to me made it come off as like toxic like that's a toxic female behavior to like like there was no I thought
0: they were trying to make fun of the fact that like when you try to appease both of your friends you're not going to like you so it's like she needs to relearn to like trust herself she's been right but they didn't
1: actually make that point like they didn't no, make the point of like trust your instincts it was like yeah just and then like do what you want to ignore your fucking friends ignoring your friends is not the point it, no like the, the discussion is the point like right that's even if you do like not take their advice it doesn't mean you're ignoring them you know what i mean
0: i guess if you're gonna like just like the way they down, framed
1: like... it to me was like right me the wrong
0: uh, see, it didn't bother me at all because I feel like that's like literally all I ever do is like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So I'm like, sure, tell me your advice and I'm not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> um the I'm actually scared I'm actually scary nice to the people I hate is like also very relatable. Um when they said the dress code is formal casual, mm-hmm. is the yeah, most relatable funny. like yeah. 20, 30, 40 something yeah. invitation. Um when Izzy said that she wanted the, can I have a vodka soda with 17 limes? Hmm. That made me laugh.
1: I mean, yeah, I've been there. I the, switch. Spoiler alert for anybody else who has also asked for 17 limes. Just ask for lime juice. It does a job better than all those limes ever could.
0: Yeah. The, when they do the, like, magical realism, like, morale. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. Like the, the daydreams. The yeah. should she go out, like, behind the doors, uh-huh. which I feel like everyone plays at some right. point. Right, yeah, that um, was cute. Love the relatability of that. The When they're talking about Izzy and they call her, they say you're kind of like if drugs were a person. Mm-hmm. Um, the logo problem with white powder power. I <laughs> love that when was shows so deal with, like, a niche marketing-oriented issue. It was very
1: arrested development to me.
0: Yeah, it was very easily avoidable, and I think that's why they made Madison, like, come in and be the hero so that when we find out that Celeste is... She like had to interact
1: with Celeste, Celeste. before, uh-huh. so they knew each other. But I
0: just do love the like niche branding of them all being like, yeah, it's not great. So, right. Because that's how all of these meetings yeah, go, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like We're both in marketing, yeah. comms, world. And it's such like, a niche
1: well, joke that yeah. like, everybody can get. Joke. But yeah.
0: when you've been in the room when you're this like, happened, like, you're yeah. like, oh. It's like PTSD in like, the non-aggressive right. sense.
1: Well, because it's like not only is everyone in the room... Like, the room is full of people, but only one person actually is making any uh-huh. of the decisions. And also, like, point, like starting point A, actually, once you get to Z, looks nothing like what A was. And, like, next thing you know, like, there you are in a room with, like, white powder on the wall, and you're like... And like, the
0: way the arm goes up, uh, it says white power. And you're like, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, No, yeah, this yeah. is racist. Right, right, like, right. No, we know it's racist. We should have fixed it. We've already spent all this money.
1: Right, yeah. And it's like, but, like, nobody really, it's like, who's going to be the one to say it? Like, you need, you know what I mean? It's just.
0: Yeah, and I think that the storylines where they touch on stuff like that, it's funny. Because when you're from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, that's so easy. How would you get in that situation? And then when you work in this demographic, yeah, I mean, you're like, so oh, it happens all of all the, time. the time. And not, not usually racially focused but sure, something sure. will just be so off, like something will look like a penis, Miss or something will right like right. it'll just be hands, yeah. and it'll be like, oh, we look like we're praying, for like yeah, we've yeah, come yeah. in out of
1: context. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then
0: it's like you just put something on it, and it just looks weird, and it's right. I don't know. I'm never jealous of yeah of that form of marketing. No,
1: yeah, cracks me. Up.
0: Um, the interaction with Madison and Stella when Madison's boyfriend's coming to dinner when she says, "Was I unsupportive of you when you dated that mime?" And she said, yeah. "Yes, you called him a quiet clown." Um, the news report about when they will run into each other again. Yeah, Loved that was the, clever. The little thing. Um, I when Izzy says, I find people talking about stories that I'm not a part of to be very triggering of middle school. I was like, hmm, same. Like when she was like, "You're literally about to find out," and she was like, "I know. I just don't like not knowing yet." <laughs> okay. Um, when they're talking about the bread bowl killer in mm-hmm. episode six, I think. When she says it's really the classic case of masturbation, masturbation versus murder, when you're trying to decide if a guy is a good person or not. God, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, the paramedics coming when she likes the old boyfriend's new girlfriend's Instagram post from like.
1: Oh my god, three hundred yeah. and six years ago, they bring
0: like the body bag. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah,
1: and they were like. How long ago did you send? She's like, 30 seconds. And they just, like, pack up their it, stuff. Yeah. They're like, she's already seen the notification. <laughs>
0: so, and then those were all of my kind of jokes and bits. But I did have one more just, like, like funny bit that's happened to me. But in, like, I think this second episode, she's wearing, like, a bubble, like, one of those yeah, face yeah, yeah. masks uh-huh. that come up. And she was like, is it supposed to tingle? Is it supposed to hurt? Those things, like, I do a ton of face masks. uh uh-huh. Those bubble masks are like from the devil. They like irritate your face the whole time. It feels like you're it feels like it's falling off. Have you done one? No. I have one. You can you can definitely try it. But it literally feels like the my entire face time off. it doesn't burn, but it like tingles and it just feels like it's dripping. Uh, so you can't actually ever relax. Because you're like, it. is it dripping? Right. Or is it not? But when she was like complaining about wearing it, I was like, Wow, I've been there. Right, right. Like, it's not great. Um, okay. So if okay. you're gonna go into your worst.
1: Yeah. We're we'll going to my worst, so, so...
0: Were any of my best on your worst list? Um, or just maybe in the grander scheme?
1: I mean, no. Some of it was, like, other parts of the scenes that yeah, I yeah. didn't, like, care for, so... um,
0: Overall, actually, before you get into this, would you say you liked, loved, liked, or disliked the show? Disliked. Disliked. Yeah, okay.
1: because for me, I'm like, I understand that it's a parody, and I... But for me... It it just sort of, like, bordered on offensive, like, too much for me to enjoy it. Like, and it, it seemed a lot of the jokes to me or setups or whatever actually ended, ended up feeling just mean, not just funny. And I think another part of the problem was it was the whole show was kind of shallow and it wasn't very smart, And I think if it would have been smart, that would have made a bigger difference because then like, it was just like the obviousness of all of it is what to me, I guess, made it feel mean or just like dumbing, having to dumb everything down for us. I found really frustrating. Like the cat lady, when we first see her, like it is a bus driver with a cat head who is a woman and like, you're a little confused and then you're like, oh, it's a crazy cat lady. Three, two, one. Oh, have you never seen a crazy cat lady before? And you're like, like, they literally tell us. Yeah. Like, if, like, you're too, our audience is too stupid to figure this out on their own. So we're going to tell them what this is. And that just kind of, like, kept happening over and over and over again. Like, they just, like, really hit us over the head with all of their metaphors, all their punchlines, all the jokes. Like, it was just, like, not a smart show to me. And I found that's, I think, mainly what was really frustrating to me is, like, it was and, again, what made it feel mean is that it wasn't clever. It wasn't like, oh, Blink and you missed it. Like, it's not a show to me that, like, I could really rewatch because, like, I don't really know how much I'm going to get out of it the second time because they fucking told us everything the first time around. I don't really know. <sighs> Whatever. And sort of, like, in that same vein, just, like, a lot of the jokes just seemed, like, super, like, obvious, low-hanging fruit to me. Like, the girls shrieking when they meet each other for the first time, like hardy har har going to the bathroom in in packs like it's an unbreakable code like all the stuff like this just seemed like shit that men would write in generalizations about women you know like it wasn't clever it wasn't anything any of us didn't know and like here like a joke here and there about that or like a comment like fine like like I get it like I did appreciate that it was like yeah we are all ridiculous like it is what it is but like it just seemed too obvious to me. And I think that the show would have been more successful as a sketch. Yeah. We kind of talked about that, that. Yeah. Because that would solve a lot of the problems. Because then we're only looking at five minutes, 10 minutes, like whatever. Um, there's, have you seen Black Lady Sketch Show?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay. It's on HBO. Yeah. Listeners, 10 out of 10 would recommend. There's a couple episodes of it. It's so good. It's like, brilliant i wish like this show could have been a similar format to that and i think it would have been much more successful um because so much of it is written like a sketch right. like all of the fantasy stuff like could be its own fucking <laughs> sketch and like it would have been so brilliant but because they try to like string it together in this story i, I don't know it just didn't work for me but um so the reoccurring cat lady played by beth grant Um, she was funny the first episode. I didn't really understand why they kept bringing her back. Like, it wasn't her subconscious, right? Because she was, like, her imaginary fairy godmother guidance person. I just didn't really know why we kept, like, that was what who was, like, kind of guiding her through these dream sequences. But, like, whatever. Um, I don't understand why they made fun of the wing, so, do you know what The Wing is? I mean, just
0: from, like, TV shows that have made fun of it. I don't, right. I mean, I'm not a New Yorker, so I don't get offended by it. I
1: don't. I mean, like, they have them in L.A. and Chicago and, like, all London all these other places. But, um, I just didn't really, like, the, and, like, I'm not a member of The Wing. I also was not a member of WeWork. So, for those of you who might not know, um, if you're familiar with WeWork, the, like, that company felt hard. The company felt hard. But, like, uh... It's
0: like a communal workspace. Communal
1: workspace, right? Well, there's a, like, female-focused one called The Wing that's, like, female-run, female-owned. And, like, all of their space is very, like, female-decorated. I mean, it looks like the inside of this show. Like, pink walls, like, curvy door frames, like, gorgeous art deco furniture, like, the whole nine yards. And... Like it seems like a super positive thing to have, so I just didn't really get why they like made fun of it.
0: I didn't think they were making fun of it, so that's interesting.
1: I thought like every time they were in the Moon's office, they were making fun of it, like with the built the the floor thing that they built in, and just like the just like the salads, like I don't know, all of it just seemed. Like I would one hundred percent work. A little it. over the top. Well, no, I know they. That's why I don't great. think that they're
0: making fun of it because, like, it doesn't. If they didn't make it seem like negative or anybody who was a member would be like, "Oh, that's so rude." They didn't make. They didn't like dumb down the work environment. She was like a fucking coder there. Like, I mean,
1: right? They, no, she was a coder they were, there. Like, badass well, women who like a coder who like, of course, never asked for a raise. Like they couldn't even give her.
0: Oh my gosh, that. I did love when she wouldn't asked for the raise and then
1: broke, broke the, whole the glass table and then like shattered it. the glass floor instead of like shattering glass ceiling. Yeah, that was very funny. Yeah, that was funny, but, um, okay, so then the entire Church of Brunch scene, I think the Church of Brunch, as a joke, love it, brilliant, very funny, yes, like, we're all about brunch, like, yada yada, but it just was a little too much for me, like, it felt kind of mean... For some reason, they had all these women in, like, big, giant hats. So, like, we're kind of also making fun of Southerners who actually do go to church. Like, it's L.A. None of these girls are in fucking, like, church hats. Whatever. Um, But the actual, the scene, I also found a little odd when, uh, we were talking about it earlier. And Madison and
0: Stella were giving Jules,
1: Jules advice okay. about where she should About live. where she should live and, like, how she should, like, deal with the fact that she's like needing a new place. And what was weird to me and this isn't like a criticism well, I mean I guess it is a joke, the like table um, tables like starting to like break and like the chasm or whatever. What was weird to me was like, is that really an argument that would like but break the table up to a part where like they felt like so hostile towards each other? To so me I was like, what?
0: I feel like <laughs> you and I <laughs> almost feel like watching it like through two different like landscapes or mm-hmm. like inferring different things from it right so like sure for me whenever I was watching that scene because I re-watched the whole thing yesterday right yeah. um over the past two days because there it is only for our listeners if they are confused or want to look at it it's 10 episodes mm-hmm. and they're t- like 28 to 30 minutes each they're yeah. not long it's no. very easy binge yeah uh, like so if you didn't even like it watch the whole thing but yeah. um Whenever I saw that, I pictured it, like, it's, like, through Jules's eyes, right? So, we're seeing the whole show through her narrative. Yeah. So, she's thinking it's this big fight. And, like, I'm sure people who've been around us have thought we've been fighting when we haven't. But it's, like, anytime you're the third yeah. person in a group of two people are disagreeing and they're closer, you assume that the table's, like, you're, like, oh, is this where we're going to start yelling? Is this going to get right. worse? Because I think even later in the episode, she was, like, we weren't fighting. Like, we were fighting. I didn't know we were fighting. She thinks we're fighting. When they, no, like, had the miscommunication it became a thing
1: again. Right. But I think
0: it was only a thing because we're seeing it through Jules' eyes.
1: I don't think, yeah. like...
0: I think that Stella gets in, like, I... This was not one of my favorite things that the show did, and I think it's... I think that they addressed it in a way that was, like, still annoying as the viewer, but, uh-huh. like, for the character development needed to happen. But, like, yeah. we saw over the first, like, three or four episodes Stella disliking the fact that she was the fun friend. And, like, yeah. the one that she was, like, the laissez-faire one or whatever. So I think that... That whatever Madison said, like, hit an insecurity in her that mm-hmm. made her mad at Madison. But I don't think Madison ever thought they were in a fight. And I think Jules yeah. just thought she was, like, placating both of them. Because she's like, I just got back in their good graces. They, like, kind of barely let me start hanging right. out with them again. So, like, I do agree that, like, it was very dramatized for the table yeah. of split, splitting. But I do think when you are with two people and they start disagreeing, you're like, oh, is this a fighter? Are they, this is how they're friends or what? Yeah,
1: no... I see your point. I guess I just wish that they would have not like resolved the issue, but like, you're not saying anything. I mean, like moved, <laughs> like, I would, like, I wish we would have seen the conversation then move on because if you are like, not necessarily that we need to see the what the rest of the conversation was, but like the table, I wish the table would have like snapped back together when they were like, okay, so like, are we going to split? Wait, with right arrows? Yeah. Because, like that is like what happened. Like, it's not like, Because the way that that scene after it ended with this, like, with her still trying to, like, hold the table table together and as if, like, that was the end of brunch, but, like, even if you are, right, right, Like, I mean, I totally agree with you, like, they didn't think that they were in a fight, but Jules did. That doesn't mean, in in real life, you, it's a panic, 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 oh my god, are these people fighting? are they, are, like, are these people fighting? And then, like, oh, okay, like, I don't know if that was a fight, but, like, we're gonna move on and, like, talk about something else. Like, it's not these two girls are such bitches to each other that they're, like, gonna, like, blow up over nothing and, like, ruin this brunch. Right. That, to me, was just kind of frustrating, but whatever. That concludes the worst jokes, in my opinion, although there are more worst things to come when we get to worst (laughs) V-plots. I have a few worst V-plots, but why don't you
0: go into your heartbreak scene?
1: Sure. Um, I wasn't really sad at any point during the show. I but wasn't either. I guess when the vet told her that he hoped she'd call for something other than her cat, I was like, Oh sweetie pie. I loved the fact. I
0: loved the vet. Um
1: and then I personally was sad for my eyes when the girls convinced Jules to dump Derek Feeler. Um <laughs> I was just sad for me that he wasn't gonna be on the next episode. Yeah.
0: So I agree with you. This the show is not sad at all, but I think that the part to me that made me kind of go like, oh, like, okay, was when they, in episode 106, when she gets stuck at the museum oh, right. in the suit or whatever, and she gets, like, arrested, like, handcuffed mm-hmm. or whatever, and Jeremy comes in and admits that... He's only on the date with a supermodel at like L O L at the her. museum because of yeah, that date. How
1: shittily he treated her!
0: And then she Ugh. said, and he was like, "Oh, you're going? Why are you going to Santa Con or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Because of that same date. Whenever I said no to my friends and hung out with you." Right. So it was kind of a nice like resolution moment. Yeah. For
1: it was a good full circle for them. For
0: them. And it happened, I think, in a really good part in the show. I agree. Yeah. And so that like as we geared up towards the season finale, it was believable that she would be strong against Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not that you have to pick. This is probably my most the moment that I was like, oh, that's kind of annoying and not true. That like you have to pick your girlfriends over a boyfriend. I'm not right. saying that. We're not anti relationships.
1: No, no, no. It's learning. You how can to definitely be both them. Right, Right. Yeah,
0: I was glad that the, she had this moment of closure, um, and it it just felt like actual couple right. resolution. Like, yep. it wasn't overdone or I underdone. Agree. It was, like, yep. a very sweet conversation It lasted, like, a minute.
1: Right. And then... Neither of them ended up being embarrassed yeah. by the thing, like...
0: And then it was just, yeah. like, over. They did
1: that, like, shockingly well.
0: I yes. Think. And it was... I wouldn't say that it made me, like, cry or sad or anything. It was no. just kind of, like, you know, in front, and Tinder that's moment. what they call Closure. <laughs> closure. Um, so, what was your turning point scene?
1: Um, my turning point was, um, in the pilot when the ex gets yelled at for calling her dollface.
0: Oh, yes. I
1: was like, uh, okay. Like, don't call me dollface. Yeah, yeah, And, like, the fact that, like, um, Brendan Song's character, Eric Madison, I guess, like, they all, like, rallied around her and were like, actually, like, no. So, that was great.
0: Yeah, I, um... I really enjoyed, this is not my turning point scene, but it was part of that scene. Enjoy the way, like, other people interact with Jules. Like, they're like, are you, like, sleeping? Like, why are you wearing your pajamas outside? And she's like, I'm not. I'm wearing, like, workout clothes. And they're like, no, no, they didn't mean, like, workout, like, actual workout clothes. They meant, like, cute athleisure.
1: leisure. Like, their critique of their closet
0: (laughs) was, like, it felt like something you or Annabelle would do to me. Like <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. mean. It was just like, no, you're reading it wrong.
1: Right, like, right, right. Like, like you read this wrong. You can't
0: yeah, bring yeah. Sophie shorts. You have to get, right, right. like, like a- cute, athletes like leggings. Lulu. Like, Lulu. Matching like, sports bra. Right, and right, right, right. Like, a whatever. But um, right. my turning point scene was when... They show the girls outside the bus being like, I have tips, like, I love football, like, yeah. whatever. And then the girl getting off the bus in, like, rebound town.
1: Yes. Um, that so was that's clever. pretty much what
0: I got sold on the show. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is at least, like, the type of humor that I find yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So let's go into some best or worst. Well, I have a lot more than I thought. B plots. Okay. Yeah. So. Um,
1: yeah. My. Best. Um. Again, was the vet loved him?
0: His name's I think Matthew Gruber. In he real was life. on Criminal Minds okay. forever, so like most Criminal Minds fans, I think oh, really okay. like him.
1: Um, I liked his character. Another one that I was like pleasantly surprised the way they wrote him in. Um, I didn't quite understand again why they. I mean, you've already said it. Why they made it seem like you have to choose a boyfriend yeah. or your girlfriend's and. Like, I kind of understand coming out of your relationship where you were totally lost in his, in your partner's world, like your friends not wanting you to go back to that because you know, they do think they're going to lose you again and return to old habits, et cetera. But with a new, a new perspective, love interest, like to me, that's like, okay, maybe there's hope that she can learn to do both, but the show just didn't really go there. And instead it was like, you could either have boys that don't matter and your girlfriends or... We're gonna lose you to girlfriend town again, Um, which I think that like, I the, found kind of frustrating. The
0: way season one, I mean, I got it, but I can see how they will like trust her more. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm season... really optimistic that season two will be about balance.
0: Yeah, because it seems like to me they're supposed to be about our age, like twenty eight ish. Yeah, and so well, the girl they who, started... who
1: the creator is exactly our age.
0: Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah um that yeah no doubt we're also doing the same thing like right? we are and all we also really successful a show um to who but she it seems like to me like and I know you and I have talked about this ton off pod with our friends but like the transition from college relationships to adult relationships is really hard when you like think that your friends are gonna still be the same when you all lived in the same house or when you lived in the yeah, same apartment yeah, yeah. complex or when you were roommates and like that's truly just, like, not the case once you go into the real world. It's, like, work happens and you make new friends and whatever. And so I think that it was really smart to have her not date anybody at all in the first season because she has to relearn how to be friends with them, right? Like, they can't just, like, bop down the hall and be like, yeah, let's get drink. Yeah, it is.
1: Adult and friendships are different than college friendships.
0: And you have to, like, put in work. And so had she just, like, jumped right into another relationship, it would have been so easy for her to, like, not right. do that. So what other ones do you have? Love the vet
1: love the non-threatening energy he brought. Oh, <laughs> um, I did love
0: with the cardigan and when they're like, what is this sweater made out of? Uh, boy boyfriend material. material.
1: Yeah, that was so easy stubborn. joke, but stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was yeah, that was cute. Um, okay, so I loved again, I I'm just repeating myself. I love seeing Derek Thieler. So he <laughs> was episode seven, her like um hookup that she that loved Legos, but he was like a real estate agent or a lawyer or something. Like he had some like high flutten job but like loved Legos. And she's like, yeah, like he's fine. And when I saw him on the screen, I gasped. I was like, oh my god! So we love Derek Theler from Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy, which
0: that name sounds dumb,
1: but it's Baby Daddy, Daddy is very cute. Like it's, it's great. It
0: reminds me of like Cougar Town, right? Which they would have yes. just picked another name.
1: I know, I know, it's not great, but um, he is so cute. He is like a Hemsworth who grew up in the Midwest. He's a living version of the Oscar statue. He's a human golden retriever. He's too hot to be the boy next door, but charming enough that you, like, think he could be, right? Mm-hmm. He's got that, like, I'm kind of dumb vibe, but, like, you don't care. Um,
0: Do you think he's more famous or less famous than we think he
1: is? Less.
0: Why isn't he casting <laughs> more No.
1: <gasps> I was thinking Because that, I'm not a casting agent. <laughs> I was
0: thinking that today, that, like, whenever I was watching Euphoria, that, like, sorry, I kind of interrupted you, but, like, no. Jacob Belladori, like, really, like, came in on the scene mm-hmm. as being like hot as fuck in six five. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he just like somehow took a different path than Derek. I
1: know. It's like
0: Derek Dealer, while not looking identical to he deserves his own he'll get an appreciation post when this episode oh my comes God, out. Please. Um so he was like, you know a side character in one episode. He
1: deserves, <laughs> I know. Own, he deserves a post. Um,
0: appreciation post. But I just don't understand how he's not more famous. I don't know. Because he does have like non threatening yet extremely hot energy.
1: So hot, and he could like you know he's like does not everything have just like a random hot guy in it? Right, he's that.
0: Right, but he's not like I don't think he would like punch his wall like he like doesn't give off like aggressive no. toxic male
1: no not at energy. All. He just
0: gives off like I'll love you forever and like sit right by you and like everything yeah. will be great. and I'm
1: gonna remember your favorite flower yeah, like, or yeah. at least like I'm gonna remember something and like oh my god oh, loved him. He's so, my imaginary TV boyfriend for sure. He's so hot.
0: Well, it's so much. It's funny because you texted me. I had forgotten, so I watched the show back in January. So I had forgotten that he was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I watched it, I how again, could
1: you? I was just, like, <laughs> just watching.
0: We had even like there's not even a whisper of a podcast. Right. So how would I know we'd end up here? But um, when he popped up back on screen, and I texted you, and you sent me back the Hemsworth thing. Yeah, you were like, he is like a Hemsworth, right? And I was like, oh my gosh! And then it made me laugh because the actor who plays uh, Stella's. Maybe not really, boyfriend yeah, that yeah, she yeah. was crashing with, yeah. was in the good place and played the fourth hymn's work.
1: So I was like, <laughs> So when you said that
0: to me, I was like, Wait, don't so watched watch the good place? Oh my god, and there's this but anyway, yeah. that was just a random, oh my
1: god. yeah, the guy who owns that nice house, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hot. Um, so yeah, that concludes um my best B plots. I mean, like, I'm sure there's others, I just, whatever, just really, yeah, I have to a lot, so
0: you can jump on and damn
1: near his time. Um, should we do.
0: Should I do, do your best Yeah. And then, and then we'll move to worse? Okay. Okay. So, um, is he pretending that her name is Allison to fit in with the popular girls at work and then making herself a marketing pitch deck for, um, what's her name? Madison and putting husband goals. Ryan Gosling style goes Kendall Jenner favorite season fall and Madison just like making fun of her for being like a basic bitch because I think in a lot of ways, like I just really relate to Izzy. Like I'm, not like her really at all, except for the fact that everything she said, I thought, hmm, I've thought that before, but I don't think I would ever say it.
1: Um, okay, so, after the show was over and I was like, wait, I did not like that, I was like, okay, let's see if I'm in the minority of opinions or, like, am I crazy? Um, and especially because Maddie loved it so much, and so when I was, like, coming through all the reviews, it seemed like, in general, the, just like, everyday viewer liked it a lot, and the critics hated it, um, so I was like, I guess a little bit more on the critic side of it, but a lot of the critics hated Izzy and I didn't, I didn't really, I found it frustrating that like, I didn't realize until episode like four that like she was part of the group. But I think that was supposed to be the point. I mean, like, yeah, she but was, like part of the group. I just like, she Did was so, away? she was so not part of the group that like, I don't think I even w- would have recognized that it was the same girl that kept like, I don't really know, but whatever. She, I, I really liked her as a character and I, I didn't. A lot of people were like, I don't know if I'm just like, like, or hate, or whatever. I just never, like, like I in. didn't care. Right, yeah. She just, like, was a nice little rounded out the group, and, like, she was, you know, her little lines were cute and funny, and um, she didn't take herself too seriously, which I, like, appreciated. She was one of the characters who I didn't mind that we didn't have any backstory to, because she is just supposed to be, yeah. like, the plot, like, the fourth wheel of this group. So, yeah, I enjoyed that scene.
0: I liked Izzy. this is the third show I've watched with that actress though. So, I'm thinking that maybe I just really enjoy that. She's a comedian like mm-hmm. sh- so maybe I just really enjoy her, but yeah, I love that another... energy
1: a lot that she's like an
0: actual comedian. <laughs> um, yeah, she's an actual comedian. Um, okay, so I enjoyed and this is this is like a annoying plot that I thought was very important to see on our screens for young viewers. Okay. I enjoyed Jeremy not leaving the apartment post-breakup because oh guys... Oh, my God. No, here's what I'm saying. Yes, guys I agree. Are the worst.
1: They're the fucking worst. But
0: we need to no
1: see... No sense of boundaries.
0: We need to see guys being the worst that aren't, like, Chuck Bass, right? So, like, we need to see this Every level... Every man. Like,
1: average man. We need to see just this being level shitty. of being,
0: like, hey, doll face, like, I need the apartment. So, can you just, like,
1: bro, right, like, like, my ESPN account is actually, like, logged into this TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You actually um, pay for it.
0: So, if you wouldn't mind just... Also, slowly. my
1: friends are on their way here. So like, it would just be awkward for them, for you, if yeah. you were here when they were here, so...
0: Yeah, because, like, in the first episode, his breakup was very funny. Whenever yeah. she was like, what about this thing? And he was like, my company's yeah, retreat. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was like... My we sister's kind of,
1: wedding, like... We
0: kind of weren't, like, obviously dumping her out of the blue made him, like, the quote-unquote villain, I guess. Yeah. But it wasn't until episode two and three when he, like, wouldn't leave the apartment. Actually acted
1: like a like villain. Yeah, yeah,
0: that I was like, oh, but we need to see...
1: Him being this a level shitty guy. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, then is he trying to be mysterious at that party because she wants to be the, the like, mystery <laughs> And, like, internet. overcorrected. And this yeah, is, a, like, just one of the quotes for that B-plot, when she's talking to the guy and she's like, guess my name? Yeah. you can tell he's so annoyed. And, like, we've all wanted to, like, whatever. And she says, he goes, how the fuck am I supposed to guess your name? There are, like, 10 trillion names. So I was like, <laughs> it's was so funny. funny.
1: Um. I have started occasionally just lying at parties. Have you ever done that? Lied? Like, out no, of like part, like, socially, like, like, in situations where it doesn't matter. No, I'm pretty truthful. Oh, my God. I've tried to do it, and it's fun.
0: Maybe <laughs> like, I've, like, I've never even <laughs> like, lied. Like,
1: like, micro lies. Like, well, sometimes I just, like, will take on a friend, like, it's not like I'm totally making things up, but, like, like, sometimes if like, a guy's being creepy, or, like, even just, for, like, for no fucking reason, like, when I was just at Nordstrom's, and the girl was, like, oh, like, something, something, and I was, like, well, like, all my stuff is in New York, like, I normally live there. And she was, like, oh, are you from there? And, like, in that moment, I was like, well, it's kind of awkward to say I've only been there for a few years, so I'm just going to be Chandler. I was like, yeah, I've been there for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've, I've never, like... it just doesn't fucking
0: matter. Yeah. But I've, I just,
1: like, it's fun.
0: I've never outwardly lied, but if someone's misheard me, I haven't corrected
1: them. Uh, okay, you're right. So, like,
0: no, <laughs> whenever I'd be like, oh, I went to school at Texas State, and they'd be like, what? And they'd be like, it's right outside of Austin. They'd be like, oh, you went to Texas and Austin? And I'd be like, yeah. Sure i did like whatever like if you, yeah like those are the only type of things okay so this next so i watched this with my laptop so this next little block of things that i'm gonna read is gonna feel a little whirlwindy but it's how i reacted right. in the moment
1: all right
0: i didn't love the bachelorette party but i did enjoy that it came after the mini pageant because that's what happens at a bachelorette party you go around and you say i've known this person for x amount okay, of time
1: and i hated the bachelorette party love cuz it's so overdone like oh god we It wasn't see- even that long. Like no, it was like, like, like we've minutes. seen it was nothing new. There was nothing new offered but the pageant was perfect. Like yeah. see again sketch, as yeah. a sketch great. Um
0: then them hiding all of the dicks, then the Sherper yes. showing up which was iconic and yes. that actor is great. Um the weekend mishap is actually funny for generational miscommunication versus what people usually do which is like money or a 401k. Like it's actually funny that like he is old enough to not know the weekend as a like a band like and he thinks that she's talking about the weekend so in terms of miscommunications over age gaps that one seemed smarter i'm gonna be Man. honest
1: i fast forwarded through the entire dinner.
0: oh my gosh it's the funniest it's so funny
1: i thought it was so fucking boring
0: oh because you missed all the funny parts and anyway, i get into that whole episode um and then i was like then this is when i realized that madison was the only annoying part of this
1: storyline okay Um, Well yeah of course It's like how it's designed
0: Yeah and then Stella being like Look at him Because she was like I'm sorry like we're so like Blah 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 Whatever in our 20s And Stella says Look at him 60 years later And he's a doctor (laughs) Which is just great um. Then when they turn the music on and Steve starts stripping, that
1: was I per- I did, I did like chime back in for that part. That was very fun. So
0: then I was like, wait, maybe I did love that episode. Like I was like, I don't know. Like by the end of <laughs> it, I was like, great. I laughed a lot. <laughs> That's um. Okay. Now I'm moving on to a different episode. Okay. Madison quizzing Dan in the carriage about the murder was very funny to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pulling I enjoyed up the, that. the stuff. Um. Izzy also trying just
1: to- like all the facts that she knew about the case. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> would not have required any research at all because that is how they do documentaries now. Yeah, yeah. Like, all you have to do is, like, watch, watch a documentary. On. Like, she didn't seem crazy. You're like, yeah, no, we all know this much about crime cases now. Well,
0: and it's, like, such a true, like, like, universal like, 20-something thing yeah, to be, yeah, like...
1: women. Like,
0: it's, like, part of our personality now yeah, yeah, to yeah. like murders, which to is, like, murders. like, kind of dark when you think
1: that, like, but we're the, usually the target of these murders. The how to get away with murder girls. My the ones girls. <laughs> different <laughs> although maybe we should credit how to get away with murder too um but yeah the my favorite murder girls i think helped with the rise of like publicly accepting that well yeah. because their whole thing though right is like we're into this because we like need to prepare yeah well right also, like it's they're like, the ones
0: who like were the first ones to be like we should know the victim's name not the killers right yeah, yeah, yeah. so they've like humanized cases yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. is like a, a thing now that like yeah. In my office, we, like, will debate for days. I mean, obviously, we're not going in because of COVID. But, like, did he really throw his wife down the staircase? Like, we'll debate, right. like, and actual murders. The, like, mm-hmm. Amanda Knox, did you do it? Whatever. Right. Um, is he trying to dump Stella's boyfriend and accidentally initiating mm-hmm. a threesome? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very funny I to me. I love that. Um, okay. This is, like, a concept that was in a B-plot okay. that I didn't like but is a thing. Yeah. Madison's boyfriend being Jules' boss's husband. I didn't like that necessarily, the storyline, but it is when you find out something about a friend and you know you have to tell them, but you don't want to be the messenger yeah. of the big news. I thought it was very important in right. show about female friendships. Yes, it if, was
1: relatable. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, uh...
0: And it's like they were just getting close again and it's like you don't want to be right, the one right. to have to say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, And then... Stella being a drunk baby, like Stella's drunk being a baby. We all have one friend that like reverts back and is like, yeah. The minute they have too much drink, they're like, I don't want this food. I'm starving. But give me more yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, okay, you're acting like a child. Yeah. Um, Jule's blowing up the wedding for her friends, and the entire wedding just being a shit show. After that, her being mm-hmm. like, "Fuck you, you ruined." I kept like-
1: expecting the drunk husband to do something, but they never really up. did anything with him. What well, yeah. I did
0: like when she's like, "Fuck you for picking your bridesmaids based on how their hair color, hair color look. looked." Yep. Um. So that was pretty much all of my favorite B plots. I have three worst. So you can go first. Or-
1: um.
0: I think I only really have. A few. And I wonder if ours are the same. Um. We haven't talked about it. Well,
1: one of them was the sophisticated dinner episode.
0: I wonder if you ever actually have watched the jokes. How much do you think you fast forwarded just a few minutes or, like, the whole episode?
1: I mean, at least ten minutes.
0: Did you see the part where he was, like, when Steve was, like, I read something recently and all the girls were, like, no. And he was, like, in the New Yorker about the, no. like, millennial income tax and how we're not going to be able to afford houses. And then him and Colin really hit it off and they were, like, oh, shit, is this going to work? So it's like the, the dinner, the entire dinner was setting up that they were going to get kind of away with this.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. It was just such I mean, a tired plot line. Like, honestly, it's su- in the first two minutes of the episode, when um, Madison was like, oh, when surprised that her boyfriend wanted to meet her friends, meet her friends and that they were going to do a dinner together. And then she starts down the lying train of like, no problem. My friends are sophisticated. I was like, literally stab a fork in my eye like. I can't watch this anymore. Like, I cannot watch another rigmarole. Of, I don't think they like in, someone dating an older person and then needing to quote unquote prove that their friends are sophisticated when it's like the whole gag is that they're not. But it's like, the, and then they don't get away with it. Like it's
0: yeah. I guess I can like, see like, and then the older person's cool with
1: it. Like it's just like God. I just think the way they
0: handled it was funny. Like, the, yeah. the, like, dialogue around sure. it was funny. Like, the cat eating the bag of dicks. It was just, like. And then being like, we don't know how many dicks he ate. Like,
1: yeah, I no, didn't like, see that. Well, I stopped fast-forwarding when the vet showed up.
0: Yeah, because. Okay. I just. I don't mind. know. It was
1: just, like, so lazy. Like, it was just such a fucking lazy plot to me. And then didn't love the retreat. Again, I hated the retreat. super tired. So like, annoying. L- again, a very lazy plot. We get it. Um... Well, and I
0: have a note, so I have, that's on mine, and I know, so Margot Robbie is an executive producer right. on this show, so I figured she was gonna I show was up, glad to see her. But I found her character to be so fucking annoying. Like, I, I um, fast-forwarded through that episode a
1: lot. I didn't...
0: I don't like the, like, extra kooky yoga...
1: Yeah, show. it wasn't, I don't know, it, I didn't fast-forward through it, but I was like, yeah, this is, this is what right. Margot Robbie would be doing in here. Um... Then the fun friend episode, I thought it was kind of hard to watch because, like, how shallow is Stella to see herself in this, like, such a narrow way and, like, trying, like, so desperately to, like, get out of it where I'm like, okay, well, like, you're in your, like, late 20s, like, are you, like, are you really still just, like, the fun friend? It's, like, a thing that you can decide to stop being, so, like, I don't, I don't really know. I was like, this whole thing is kind of weird. And Jules, like, misreading the situation was also super predictable, like, Again, just like kind of lazy writing.
0: I put that I didn't like that episode for Jules and Stella, but I did think I really enjoyed the Izzy Madison storyline, which was her doing the pitch deck and like yeah. saying that her yeah. boyfriend stalked her. Right, and she had to I like that. Name and now yeah, he's that was dead.
1: Funny. And I, I did enjoy that. We did have an episode that was just Jules and Stella, um, but it was yeah, the lesson just seemed to be learned really, really the hard way and really, really late in the episode. Um, then the feminist episode. Yeah, I hated that one. I've never hated anything more in my life. The second that it was, like, black and white, Dorothy Pigtails, Gingham shirt, I was like, no.
0: I also just, <laughs> I w- I will let you rant about this. I didn't like this episode either. I also don't like The Wizard of Oz.
1: No. Does like- anybody...
0: I think a lot of people do. I think it's a classic.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is a classic and like the, it's just now been like, what show hasn't had an Oz reference? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. Like we fucking get it. Like the movie has a entire spinoff in like 14 different iterations. Like it's created all these, it's just like, so uh, again, lazy um but okay
0: i actually think that it's less lazy to do it this way the like i think the the story behind it was smart the execution and like actual plot of what they were doing was fucking terrible
1: fucking terrible like to
0: do a pair like to do like a parody of something sure that should that shouldn't traditionally fit but to make it fit like whenever right. I started the episode, I thought like, "Oh, okay, this might be good." Yeah. And then about like seven minutes in, I was like, "Oh,
1: oh I don't like this." The women's march is just the backdrop of yeah.
0: this. Well, and like, <coughs> it, it. I wish it just wouldn't have taken place at.
1: Right. The women's march. Okay. Anyway, I, no, I totally rant. agree. I wish. I wish we weren't using the women's march as a fucking prop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I didn't love hating of the ooh, again hitting us over the head with fucking every metaphor on this show, vilifying Celeste. Um, didn't need that. The ridiculous half-costumes, Um, didn't love. Minimizing the Women's March into a backdrop of this absurd fight over a man. Like, you're joking, right? <laughs> like, that is what this whole episode... The episode is, subs- like, substance-wise about... Jules being, trying to decide whether or not to include herself in this three-way fight over a man and it is set in the women's march? I wonder, and I wonder if it was
0: supposed to be like that, uh, like it was supposed to be
1: Of course it was supposed to be that way and I'm sure it's supposed to like point out all these you know, things and you know, we all live in this like uh, contradicting world and like blah 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 but like for me, I was just like did we really need to do this this way? I wonder um, if you're going to touch on my least favorite part of this episode. Uh so my least favorite part was at the very end when um they ran into the speaker and it sounded like all the questions and I know, I know that they were trying to write them as Oz characters. However, it e- e- like, it, it wasn't character enough, I guess, for me to remember that until after the fact. But, like, all of their questions to me sounded like they were written in 1985 for a 15 year old to say in a sitcom. You know what I mean? Like, right?
0: Like, a little too, like, laugh tracky.
1: It was too laugh tracky, too dumbed down, too, like, What do you mean, like, I'm not a feminist if I don't burn my bra? Like, that kind of shit where I was like, what? Are we going, are we really going backwards with quote-unquote questions about feminism? And then when she, her, like, taking the eyelashes off before she went to dinner, side note, no fucking woman would do that. You just, if you've done your face made, you just wear it, like, all day, like, and, like, okay, yeah, that didn't, like, she didn't need to rip the eyelashes off. Then, then, she did the action, and in your head, you're like, okay, I guess she's trying to prove a point that, like, you know, she did this for the cameras, but, like, she's, you know, the real deal, because she is a speaker, she had to fucking spell it out and say the words, no, feminism, I can, you know, not be all done up and still be a feminist. Had to spell it out for all the dumb fucks that are watching the show. I guess like it just again so frustrating to me. But the pièce de la résistance of this, the icing on the cake for me of this episode, was Jules waking up from the dream and they bail on the march. They don't fucking go because they're in this fight with each other. Is that not like the antithesis of everything? I screamed when that happened. I was like, no fucking way. We're going to use the women's march as a backdrop. These girls are going to have absolutely nothing to do with the actual march. They spend the entire episode running around after each other, finding about over a man. Then we get to the end. Everyone wakes up. It's the actual march and none of them fucking go because they're still mad about this petty-ass fight that they all get th- got themselves into. Like, what kind of message? Like, what? I was so mad. I'm still mad about it. But anyway, that's that's it.
0: My least favorite part of that episode was not any of the stuff. I mean, I didn't think about it when you did that. I just thought about how often I bail on things. So I didn't think about, like, the messaging of bailing on the Women's March. Okay. Um, was her waking up and, like, actual? Because, like, at the end of, like, the... whatever it was like you're probably gonna fire me blah 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 and she was like no i'm not mad at you and i'm not mad at you and i'm mad at him and it was like okay that's
1: yeah i was that that sliver was good
0: that sliver was good and i was like okay cool we have two episodes left i do like the show didn't like this episode excited to move on and then she woke up and it was all a dream and i was like what the fuck they're still in the fight i thought that was really
1: frustrating yeah nothing she doesn't
0: and also i was like oh cool they don't actually know like we're gonna start the next episode where madison doesn't believe that yep. like, Colin's doing it. which like, We have to do this all over again. We have to do it all over again and to me that reminds me of um, one of my favorite shows Brothers and Sisters where they like made you hate this character for four seasons. Uh-huh. She finally like at, over the four seasons she like grows because of part of the family they forgive her she's like her, the mistress whatever. By the end of the fourth season she's like a part of the family doing Thanksgiving together everything's great. Then season five happens she gets in a car accident gets the amnesia and hates them again and I was like no. we have to do it again? She thinks that, she, that I was like I can't. I'm not going to okay. read Amnesia
1: stories. Like, it no. bothers me. Amnesia stories are very It's so annoying. lazy.
0: It's like, you yes. just want to write a bottle episode. Yep. And I understand them wanting to write a bottle episode, but then have it be like, pro-feminist, right? Like, right. Then have it be, like, over, Or have it
1: be, like, actually having nothing to do with...
0: Right, right. Like, have them go into Oz and it, like, truly just be like a... I don't know. Whatever.
1: A, whatever. Some other yeah. random thing that they're learning. Or, like, a way to, like, learn about each other's friendship styles or, like, background information on these like people. They could have like gone into like, information on could have into, like, Mean Girls or, like, Heathers. Yeah. Or, uh, that okay, I would be really have like been cool to see do Heathers, Heathers would have been very fun. Because
0: I think, I know you said that you felt that they were mean. I did not feel that they were, like, mean friends. Like, I think that they were harsh to each other, but they no, loved each other. No, no, no,
1: no, I didn't think they were mean friends. I thought that the jokes
0: Like about
1: women were mean.
0: Okay. Like, I didn't think it was
1: mean inside the show. I thought Uh, it was uh, mean uh, to the viewer. Like, I was personally attacked.
0: Oh. I wasn't. I'm not like them. Got it. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I mean, I wasn't offended, but that makes sense. But I was just irritated that then we had to go through It it all again. And then, yeah. I didn't, like, love the... Coyote drug tripping thing in the finale, but I did think it was necessary it was so that they had to get back to the wedding and look a mess. Like yeah. the setup like was just not what I would have done, but granted sure. I couldn't ride a TV show for a million dollars. So yeah. They did a good
1: job. But... I mean their car could have just crashed and they would have had to walk back. Would that not have also made them look disheveled? Yeah, I did just I mean to... I didn't really care about that model. No, I, I was just... like, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um so do we wanna take a break or do we want to go right into stats? Um Oh, do you have more to say about this? <laughs>
1: Um I did kind of think it was odd that she reached out to college friends. But I think Um, that was the last time
0: she made friends that weren't like the guy friends, girlfriends.
1: Yeah, but like wouldn't you reach out to them? Yeah. But (laughs) like no, like like, what 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 did you call the girlfriend? Like if they're like if you were if you've been absorbed into your guys' into your partner's friend group. That means
0: that you don't have one, right? Like we always talk about how most times the boy gets absorbed into the girl's friend group, right? Like, new boyfriends will start hanging around and rarely does the girl leave. Like, you just start meeting boyfriends. So, if she got absorbed into his friend group, that means she literally had no friends, which means all of their loyalties lie with Jeremy. No, for
1: sure. But, like, the, like, I just, I don't know. I just wouldn't, I just couldn't believe we didn't, we just acted like there was no she didn't hang out with any women between well, like current day and when she failed in college when like they
0: gave her the girls. It up. just wow. seemed
1: kind of a stretch.
0: I think that's probably also why they added Izzy into that group, so it was like she had made Yeah,
1: like, Izzy made sense. Um but I found it frustrating and I know I mentioned it already, but I found it frustrating that, um the stereotypes of these girls were super overdone. It kind of always bothers me though, in shows when like they really simplify women's careers, um, like oversimplify them uh, because like, it's so such a misrepresentation, right? Um, Like Stella is this like boho it girl and literally an entire plot is like her not realizing that like she has a boyfriend and then like a whole nother plot about like the fact that she, she doesn't have everyone. Right. She was right about that, but like thinks that everyone should just like up and travel. Like, and then Madison being like this super uptight, like career woman, mama bear, like, God, like we get it. Like it was just a lot of extremes. And Like, I was optimistic because, like, they did give Jules, like, a good job. Like, you know, she's a web developer and, um, but, like, couldn't just let her have that. Had to also learn that she's never asked or gotten a raise. Like I've never asked or gotten a raise. Had to, you don't automatically get raises? Well, no,
0: I'm assuming that she automatically gets raises. I think Madison wanted her to go in and, like, demand a raise.
1: I don't know. Like, she was like, you're still only making that? I mean, someone could say that to me. I mean sure, okay, well you need to go ask for a raise, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like No, I mean, it just I mean, like it was like she couldn't even have that. You know, I mean it was I just know. like all these women had, seemed to have like huge flaws of, of having to do with like career and I was just like oh god.
0: But it did pass like the Bindle test, right? Like they didn't just sit around and talk about guys the whole time. Like they talked about dumb shit, but it was like no, a like, feminist show okay, like, I'm, where I'm, maybe they had to you're be right. boxed in.
1: I'm glad they had jobs.
0: Yeah, they had but, jobs. But like is safe. that like the boyfriend. Is that were the so, standard?
1: Women having jobs. We have jobs to start somewhere. Not in 2019. The bar should be higher than. Name everyone another show a job. with four
0: four female characters where they have jobs in 2019.
1: I can't think of a show where there's like, I like an the unemployed type. women. I've never seen that. Show. They don't have jobs.
0: Um, I did laugh at the and I'm sure. So I feel like so for anybody listening who cares, um, Sophie. Now that we don't have headphones. I forget that we're recording and not just talking a okay. little bit. Um, that's not what I was going to say. But any for anybody listening, um, Sophie does all of our graphics and does all of the graphic design of, of the podcast. So um, send her a DM. They're wonderful. But it did make me laugh. I am not it, for
1: her. I hate freelance work. Don't ask me to work for you. No.
0: <laughs> but she, when they were, so this is just a random joke, faraway line, whatever. Okay. When they were like, Jules, you're a coder, and she's like, "Yes," and they're like, "Can you? We want to put the sits through
1: the computer." I love put them in, and she's like, "No, I can't. You can't. You literally can't do it." Oh yeah, and when Izzy was like, "Well, just like add a widget, (laughs) like add a plugin, like Like, (laughs) add (laughs) add cookies, just add cookies," and Jules was like, "No, you like they haven't." Develop that She's technology. She's like, stop just yet. saying like does, tech, tech words. words at me. Which I was yeah. like,
0: I wonder if Sylvia ever feels when I ask funny. you like, like.
1: So I don't know if we <laughs> could do this, but like, no, but maybe like, we could. One do of hacks. my so it's, my favorite. So like,
0: while their jobs were stereotypical, it.
1: we do two of them. Like, no, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that the jobs themselves are bad. It was like the way that they like set up their entire. Which Madison's like whole personality was like wrapped up in the whole thing, but it was just like really. Madison and Stella's, Stella's were like super stereotypical, like, you know. I actually but uh, When they, when Jules, oh my God, I was like, we can't have her. She can't get one. She can't have one thing. Um, I did laugh. Whatever. Or I got
0: irritated. So Stella irritated me the most. And I don't know if that's because I don't love Shay Mitchell from
1: Pretty Little Liars because her character was so fucking stupid on that show. Um, Shay Mitchell, I didn't watch Pretty Little Liars, but Shay Mitchell is a fun follow on TikTok.
0: Oh. Interesting. Randomly, so, like, I
1: follow her on TikTok
0: Because I watch so many TV shows, sometimes I can't let, like, the character... Yeah, that's Like, fair. the actor becomes the character to me, so I spent yeah. a lot of the show not liking Stella from the fact that she's a different character in another show I watched. But I wish they would have had, when her mom came to town, have yeah. her mom be, like, extremely uptight and wealthy, so it explained why she, A, wanted to be so fun, and B, like, wow. had money. So, like... Yeah! We know that she, like, gets, I'm assuming, paid to house sit or lives in that house, but, sure. like... She does like really models have a job, some. which I'm like, cool with her like bopping around. I
1: mean, I know people like if that. She
0: has money another but right. I think they could have made her parents like a foil, like and yes, maybe a little bit I more agree. like Madison, because then it makes sense. Like you attract opposite in friendships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh Madison and Stella are friends because they have the qualities that the other one wishes they had a little bit of but they don't, right? right? Like, everybody needs a fun friend. Everybody needs an uptight friend. Like, all of those qualities that they have balance out a friend group.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. It would have made so much more sense if Stella's mom was super uptight because that would also explain why Stella and Madison bedded heads all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, she gravitated towards her because she's like her mother, but, like, also, like, she fights with her mom all the time, fights Madison all the time. Like, it would have, that would have made so much more sense and the money thing, right? Like, because the money it's, thing just
0: like never clicked for me. It would also explain how she's like oh, where we didn't even talk about Joey Lawrence dying, but then not dying. It was such a dumb weird
1: random plot. It was a really that dumb. That made me laugh plot. and I
0: thought like who in the show is dating Joey Lawrence? Like how did he get
1: cast? <laughs> right, in this? Yeah. Um
0: but it would explain to me how she like ended up at like wherever like at Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville with Dave Coulier. Mm-hmm. Like right like it would explain some yes. of the more Yeah. Cuz like I know you in New York, we don't have it as much here, but like have a friend who randomly will be like, "Oh no, I saw like, Simon Cowell at the bar," yes. and you're like, "Like what? super and like, oh, yeah, no, We like met a few times. At the start whatever. Like it's like yeah. more where there's like a high celebrity population. I think it's a and, little bit
1: more okay. casual. Happens. Honestly, though, in my fringe experience in New York, because like my friends are normal people, but um I do know some people who models, and, like, they do operate in, like, a, like different, a different world. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they really do
0: like their experiences are just like so this. different, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's even, like, just the confidence to, like, walk up to someone and, like, sit down and be like, oh, you're Uncle Joey. I'm gonna hate right. with you, whereas, yes, like, any exactly. other person in the world would be yes. like, oh my gosh, there's Uncle Joey. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like the blind confidence of a Yeah. Model. But, yeah, I don't know any, like, none of my friends who model have families that are, like, like, you know, if they can't make rent this month, like, their parents can bail them out. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, her having like, kind of a chaotic parent situation was really confusing. I was like, wait, what?
0: Because you would think that she would, like, counteract, or at least what I've seen yeah. stereotypically in shows. It's like, they either are so much like their mom, but, like, in a fun way, right? Like,
1: yeah. Right. It's not like, like, mom is also, like, kooky crazy beautiful like and then
0: usually like the plot will end with like the friends really liking the mom and the original friend right. feeling left out and then the mom leaving and the girls being like you know we don't like, whatever yeah. or the exact opposite where the, like like her mom should have been Madison's mom spot type of a thing where it's like oh you've like you have rebelled so far mm-hmm. from what you were raised with because like that's right just, that environment stressed you out because it was too controlling or too lax right
1: right right exactly it's rare
0: that you like repeat to such an nth degree but maybe that's breaking a stereotype or a stereotype that we don't know about
1: yeah, yeah. we don't live in L.A., so... No.
0: We don't know. Um. Uh, okay, Thank so God. do you want to go into your
1: character stats? Sure. Um. So, my favorite character was Madison. Um. She was the most consistent to me throughout the show, and Brenda Song, I just thought, did a really good job of... She made that character um, likable. Yes, she made that character likable, and a lot of what she did to me was... Realistic, but maybe because like of all the characters, like I related to her the most. So
0: You're like um, Madison with a dash of stealth.
1: Yes. I <laughs> I you am, would
0: suggest to someone that they just like move to Costa Rica for a few months. Yeah, I'm like
1: just give it a try for a little bit. Um why like not? It. Why not? Um yeah, I mean the older I get the more Madison I become. Um but yeah, I could also see you with a poster board, like just <laughs> yeah i was like that's a good idea <laughs> um but um then favorite relationship kind of i couldn't really pick one none of them <laughs> oh, no. mm-hmm. um i mean i i liked that but i didn't like the relationship that they set up for them yeah. so i didn't count and then um my favorite episode was the pilot and that's it
0: all right so my favorite character was izzy my favorite relationship was Izzy and Madison because I just love a chaotic friendship that mm-hmm. like doesn't make sense. And I did say not a real relationship, but big fan of the vet. Mm-hmm. Uh Wes. I would love for him to maybe be a romant- romantic interest in season two. Mm-hmm. Uh because the way they left off season one with him having another girl there, which is like no. totally fair. Like
1: yeah. she, she clearly was like, like no. she was not into him. Linda kicked him out of her house after um, they like just at like five in the out. morning. And then yeah. asked him to like watch her
0: cat. So yeah. I think that that's a good potential and I would enjoy it. But in terms of, I did really enjoy Madison and Izzy. Um, My favorite episode, so I did really like the pilot, but my actual favorite episode, I think, was Fuck Buddy episode seven. The used car dealership for men and then the men who have problems for like short term leases were in the back lot. That was amazing. That's the Derek Theater. Oh,
1: we only have. Boyfriend material yeah. up here,
0: like the shopping for a car, shopping for a boyfriend, mm-hmm. fuck buddy. Them being in the back and having like a fatal flaw that makes See, it so that you can't. again,
1: the sketches were brilliant. <laughs> yeah,
0: and my single best scene is a sketch. Um, and then I was laughing so hard. So they show the text of them like come over, like just like chit chatting, right? Like it shows yeah. on the side of them like waking up late, going whatever. And then they did the fun. That was fun. We're fun. Which you reminded?
1: Oh, the text, the, the text, yeah, thread. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And they say like, "Fun, we're fun. That was fun." Which like, one, I've definitely sent that text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Same. two, it does remind me of the "Hey, babe, it's babe."
1: Yeah, like really repetitive, like. Um. Whoa. Yeah. One of Maddie's friends. Um, was it? It was, it was Jamie. Jamie.
0: I'm going to her wedding this.
1: Well, oh. you will have seen. I you will, have- will have been at Jamie's wedding going. by the time this airs. Um. But yeah, she, Maddie's roommate in college would, um, Turn her, boyfriend at her time. and her boyfriend at the time would answer the phone, hey babe, it's babe, like as a joke <laughs> of like making fun of other people who like overuse the nickname babe to each other. And I just think it's, I think about it all the time. It's so fucking funny to me.
0: I think it's funny, yeah. Whenever I see people who use babe, I'll be like, hey babe, it's babe.
1: Like, Hey babe, it's babe.
0: Because also, it's, like, <laughs> it's a little bit like a miscommunality with like the aloha. Like, do you ever yes, this, if yes. you're saying hello or goodbye, but it's like, which babe are you talking about? Right. Like, you're both babe. Yeah. Um, uh. But I did love that. I have to text Jamie and tell her she got a shout out on the pod. Yes. Um Okay. So, Soph, the moment everyone has been waiting mm. on pins and needles for... What was your, do you remember when we were going to get a drum roll? We didn't do that. Single best I scene. made
1: one. Oh.
0: See, so guys, don't hire her for freelance stuff, but I she can know. do it. This is when I'm like, can you make it smell too? Like, I didn't know you made a drum
1: <laughs> roll. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, um. Ah. We got a drum roll. Woo, drum roll. Okay. My single best scene actually is the, I didn't write one down. So that shows how much I prepared, but I do actually think that my favorite sketch was the car dealership mm-hmm. because it was just so relatable and it was really clever that they did that and you know works in a bottle of this is its own sketch. And, of course, it had Derek Thaler, my number one hottie from this show. (laughs) Yeah, he
0: was in one episode. That's um, episode seven, right? Yeah, episode seven, F-Buddy. Well, fuck buddy, but...
1: Fuck buddy. I also, side note, not had to do with that sketch, but I do love when they put the texts on the screen. That's, like, a really clever way of... Like, like communicating the passage of time? Well, not even time, but, like, uh, because... I feel like on shows a lot they just kind of disregard the technology, which I get. But like also the way we interact now is so much like via text, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's nice to be able to read it ourselves in the way that we on our like I literally got a text on my computer like while we were talking, like it it, it pops up yeah. on our own screens that way. So it's like so seamless, and you can still see the action that's going on. And um, I just love it whenever they do that. Um,
0: I like that one and like the we talked about it earlier, but like the Instagram liking sketch of
1: yes the, the like, panic, panic and the no that literally call. happened to me this week one of my friends was like oh my god I just like so and so's ex-girlfriend or I just friend requested so and so's like ex-girlfriend like what do I do like I, I undid it but like I don't know she already saw the notification I was like well how long is it been <laughs> like, like, then, yeah, yeah that was like super relatable that seemed uh, like a little bit of a smaller moment than the than the whole car shopping scene but yeah. But your single best scene.
0: My single best scene is from episode 7, Fuck Buddy, as okay. well. So, wow, everybody just watch. Wow. Watched, just keep watching through. Watch the pilot, then watch 7. And then <laughs> watch the rest of them. Just don't necessarily watch 8. Um, skip 8. Just skip 8. But it is the scene where she is talking to her friends, and she's like, I feel weird. I'm going to go to the gyno. Because she's, like, having sex with Derek Thieler. Uh-huh. And she goes to the gyno, and it's, like, a magical realism. She's reading a pamphlet that says, like, do you like your fuck buddy uh-huh. more than a friend? It's like all of these <laughs> right? like fake pamphlets. Yeah, and you're, yeah, yeah. you're told right in the moment that uh-huh. this is a joke. Right, right. So I'm actually just going to read the transaction right. between them. Because this was, I was laughing so hard. So the doctor comes in and says, well, I have some bad news. You've caught something. And she says, oh God, an STD? And the doctor says, it can't be sexually transmitted. You've caught feelings. She says, feelings? Yes, feelings for the guy you're hooking up with. That's impossible. He's a grown man who plays with Legos. And the doctor says, feelings are always a risk when you are sexually active. Now, are you using protection? Hooking up with at least two other people? No. Look, I see a lot of young women come in with these symptoms, okay? You may find this literate helpful and It's like, pamphlets about this. Yeah. And you'll want to avoid contact with the partner for a few weeks. And then she says, well, should I tell the guy he could get tested,
1: too? And she Hysterical says... Hysterical laughter. That's no, good. Oh, no. Min men can't get, get this. Yeah, that was Which brilliant. I was like, wow. Brilliant round of applause see i would have just i just felt like this show needed a little bit more clever because that was clever i needed more clever jokes and less obvious jokes that was really clever though. i love that that was so that funny. was a good one. and then i, I will say God. like
0: for my second whatever was this the wedding speech just because it was like the kind of climax of the show being like fuck you you hurt my friend yeah like, fuck you for doing this to yep. me. Like, you put me in a bad situation because Jeremy tries to get back together in the finale yep. and then, like, weirdly apologizes but doesn't apologize. Classic men! Being like, oh, sorry, I misread the situation, blah, 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 right. whatever. Right, sorry for assuming that me. You...
1: Like, I'm sorry. I feel awkward. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry for what I did to you.
0: Yeah, like, let's stop <laughs> with the, like, blanket
1: apologies. They don't count. No! So that's, like, my second, like, actual in the show,
0: I guess, like, in the concept of what is reality, Um. was my... Was my favorite part. But, all right, so if, let's go on to recommendations, which from right. our friends is, I think, their favorite part. <laughs>
1: really awkward. i um, Okay. So, like, oh, so
0: you like when we recommend things that aren't our podcast.
1: You know, you can just, like, text, text us, us for recommendations. But, nope, listen, <laughs> no, to, we'll, listen the to the pod. Please listen to the pod. We need to listen. So, my recommendation of the week is to follow David Michael Burke on Instagram and TikTok. His handle is the letter D... Then Michael Burke B U R K E. He is a very funny comedian, and he had like three thousand followers when I started following him in like April, uh, kind of early in our quarantine. And now he's up to twelve, so good for him. I don't know why everyone doesn't follow him. He is so fucking funny. He's this like hilarious gay man in New York, and his. Current series that he's running, which I'm not sure if he'll still be doing it by the time this airs, but he, you know, we'll have done it. You can go back watch, um, is quote unquote, every New Yorker on a rom-com. And he keeps doing these little bits that are just so New York and so funny. Um, but even his stuff, like, I mean, I was a loyal follower before. He also does this thing, uh, a running gag of when like XYZ person is really hot that are so funny to me, like, when your waiter is super hot, when the COVID nurse is really hot, like, when you're, the person you're interviewing is really hot, and it's just, like, he does just, like, literally exactly what is in your head, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. when the Amazon delivery guy is really hot, and it's just, he's just a treat, I love him.
0: Love a good Instagram follow.
1: Yeah, David Michael Burke. What's yours?
0: So mine is a song, and I'm going back a little bit. It's called it's Say You Will by Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. I uh, have been on a little bit of a Fleetwood Mac face because I finished this book, which I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend, called The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. And it, kind I don't know, it got me thinking about, like, bands that I wished were – uh, that I could read books about and so I started okay. listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac in that song I just feel like Thought it's it. underappreciated because it's not on rumors so okay. Say You Will by Fleetwood Mac and then I do have a little bit of news for Dollface.
1: Ooh let's hear it.
0: Um, it was renewed for season 2 which as we've talked about like it kind of felt like they set it up to be renewed for t- season 2.
1: Yeah but it, it could have ended like it was you yeah. know there was a resolution it, you yeah, know yeah. we could have um either way it could have gone either way. Yeah
0: so it was re- it's been renewed for season 2 and it's plans to air in
1: 2021 okay so
0: that is it that's all my news
1: excellent okay well um, thank you guys everyone for being here and we will see you next week bye this podcast is produced by myself sophie orlich with help from jake orlich no relation Maddie Line is my favorite co-host, and our lovely theme song is by Chandler Reeves. For news and updates, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SingleBestScene, or check out our website at SingleBestScene.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, and especially if you're one of our actual friends, make sure you're subscribed to the pod and drop us a five-star review. We deserve it. Autoplay next episode.